Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our very first episode of Tech Plus Plus, our pilot episode. I am Ali here with my boys in tech, Andres. Hey, guys. And Aaron. Yeah, what's up, everybody? In this episode, um, we're going to be talking about ourselves, about this podcast a little bit, um, a bit about our companies and how we met. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Aaron, what do you do? Um, all right. Well, I am a test engineer. Uh, I do software quality assurance. So um, my I work in the telecom industry. Uh, so we make um, this piece of networking equipment, uh, primarily Layer 2. And, uh, I test uh, the firmware as well as some other software products that we have. Uh, this includes like automated tests, unit testing, and also some manual testing along with it. Um, what about you, uh, Ali? What do you do? Yeah, um, so I've been working for a company for about, it's going to be, what is it, May? Uh, so like five months now. It's going to be my five months in about 10 days yeah. with the company. Uh, we work on data infrastructure for other companies. Um, pretty fun stuff. I'm a software developer. I'm a software dev one. And hopefully we'll see if I do good enough. Maybe we can be software developer too. Start by end of, yep, my, yeah. by the end of my first year. Yep. Yeah. And Andres, where are you in the progress? Uh, so, you know, right now I'm majoring in computer science at CSU Chico. And right now I'm just finishing up, um, my school, so I'm in my last semester. Um, recently, I got an offer letter from an automotive uh, company, so I'll be working as a software security engineer, and I'll be there. Uh, I'll be starting there soon, so I'm like very excited. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, the yeah. the first uh, your first couple months, uh, especially like I never had any internships or anything through. Mm-hmm. Um, through college so your first couple of months it's a it's crazy especially uh, i know andres you haven't worked any tech i hadn't worked any tech either up mm-hmm. until those first first couple months are uh, a shift in like your pace and kind of your getting to learn it yeah, yeah i remember i remember when um when i was interning and even beginning of i guess my job it just felt like still like i'm at school and a lot of the things that I did was still, like, school-based, I guess. And, mm-hmm. like, I felt like I should have a due date, you know. And um, I expected a very hard due date and stuff like that. And it seems like in the companies that we work in, due date is important, obviously. Like, there's always those due dates that you need to meet. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you're going to get graded on it or or you have to work on it at home, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, and that's, I, I think that's pretty revolutionizing to me, at least personally, that we basically work from home and, or, I mean, work in the office. And when you get home, you don't really have to do anything versus where when you were in school, you got home and work barely started for you, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The stress was definitely crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in the beginning of my process, I was expecting to just be a software engineer, you know, like level one. But I, I guess since they saw something with like uh, some security uh, skills that I had on my resume, they're just mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, you would just be a software security engineer. That's cool. Do you know so, what that's going to entail at all? Uh, oh. Like, are you going to be taking a look at your, like, uh, of maybe Possibly. your website um, from the top down, 
kind of seeing what vulnerabilities you have, work on those, or maybe entail something different? So far, what I know is that they do a lot of testing integrations. Um, so, but the security aspect of it, I still don't really, I'm still not really sure of how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's uh, their company, uh, you know, since uh, they're an automotive, uh, automotive uh, company, they mostly do a lot of testing with stuff with like their software uh, websites and stuff. So mm-hmm. it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what, uh, what I do. Yeah, seriously. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So overall, um, basically, um, what we're going to be talking about for um, our podcast episodes, it's all based on what the listeners want to hear from us. Um, as, you, as you guys can hear, I was going to say see. <laughs> as you guys can hear, um, wherever you are, in your car, in your room, while working on some project um we would like to discuss our perspective as new graduates of this major um i guess our opening times and how we're moving up yeah i mean this corporate world this is kind of a a critical time in our careers Uh, yep your 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 first few years kind of um it's your launching point um Mm -hmm. and so we just kind of want to be here to talk about it um definitely if anything came from graduating, it's uh, an increased, um, I don't know how you would call it, interest in more tech, in more tools, in, you know, what do you use? Uh, what can mm-hmm. I use this for? Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, my day-to-day work schedule, I've expanded the amount of tools that I'm using on a daily basis mm-hmm. and just sort of interested in all things technical, yeah, just also another thing is that I feel like in our industry, tech industry, um, knowledge share is one of the most important things that um, it comes about. Um, knowledge share is very, very important mm-hmm. in in computer science as there's always a new technology. There's, I bet, millions and millions of technologies that we haven't even heard of before, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's always interesting to find those things. So we would like to um, start researching about these kind of technologies that might interest our listeners and talk about them, research about them, or maybe even create small projects and maybe even create a, like a um, GitHub repo and have people go take a look at yeah, open source some our stuff. findings. Yep. Do open source stuff. Um, we just yeah. like to have this contact of... Um, well, I would call it more computer of an outlet. Science. Yeah. An yeah, outlet for us outlet. to Yep. To the computer science enthusiasts, I guess. Um I guess not even computer science if you want to generalize it. This we're we're trying to make it as uh, generalized as possible, yeah, to um have enough information for every skill level. Um obviously not Neither of us three are professionals nope. um, in what we do, Not but we're here <laughs> to do the research. Um, so yeah, here to do the research, share a little bit about you know our opinions, what we're interested in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd also like to, you know, we're we're definitely going to be <clears throat> touching on more than just technical. I feel like, uh, especially as like we said, recent grads going to be talking about how we're 
Um, I'm sure, Andres, I'm going to ask you in the future how we're settling into our jobs. Like, what if we change jobs? Kind of yeah. the dynamic there. Maybe you're working in teams. Like, for example, I test software, right? Talk about that dynamic of, you know, maybe you found a bug, but the developer that, you know, wrote the section of code that you found the bug in, maybe they don't believe it, it's a bug. Maybe they believe it's, you know, desired mm-hmm. uh, functionality, you know, dealing with some of these sorts of things and how we're doing it come, starting from the bottom. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to, you know, share out that aspect of, like, just providing tips for uh, the listener, uh, which is something to take in. Um, you know, as a freshman, I probably would have liked to get some, like, tips of, oh, yeah. um, you know, how to, how to do well and, you know. 100%, yep. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we go that way, too. Yeah. Yep. The, yeah. We're we're hopefully trying to make it a platform um, for um, skill levels from like a freshman or even a high schooler who's interested in this topic, all the way to maybe even a senior developer might learn a thing or two about new technology. So, um, we are just trying to create this platform. Um, and again, this is a knowledge sharing pl- platform meaning um, we would like to hear from you as well. Um, we would like to hear your opinions. We would like to hear um, your findings or if we come up, for example, with a project, um, your solution to that project or yeah. what, what tools would you have used yeah. to solve that issue? Yeah, give me your GitHub um, repo. Like, I'll pass out yeah. a few stars, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it's good for us even as hosts to be able to um, – learn from our listeners i'm very looking forward to that as well and it's also really important for your resume a lot of companies look into that activity and on github and like yeah we did yeah we, we they were stressing it you know uh, our um professors and whatnot stressing having having projects on github and whatnot and it's kind of crazy seeing some kids from other schools um gotten to see a couple of resumes now of people that don't even put links to to code that they've written or any projects or anything mm-hmm. it's like not even in the realm of possibilities of what you can do like yeah you can put your website down and you know your website it you know may be cool if it's just about yourself maybe it's just static but if you actually created something really cool that's maybe not a website having that in a github repository in public to show yeah I- yeah, I definitely do wish. Uh, I think a lot of my interviews would have have gone a lot smoother if I had something like Seriously. that. Seriously, um, but it, it was it was I guess something that a lot of our professors um, told us a little bit later on. Like yeah. I honestly didn't know about what GitHub is until actually um, my internship that I had that was in Chico back in like junior year. I didn't know what GitHub. Yeah, is. wait, um, no, we. It was it was the beginning of junior year, I think we learned about GitHub. Yeah. That's what I'm no, saying. Yeah. Like in junior year. Somebody yeah. who made us I think Tyson made us do it. Yeah, so like GitHub wasn't like very familiar in the beginning and I wish if I if I knew that like for example as a freshman, if you know knew that um GitHub's a thing where open source projects are there and you're actually able to mm-hmm. get these open source projects and find bugs and fix them and create a pull request and so on so on so on and now you're part of this project yeah. you know what i mean like you actually 
have a share in that project. And if anything happens to that project, if, if it blows up, if other people use it, you would fix the bug. Yeah, you, you know were there I mean? to like contribute. Actually, yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's really cool. Um, I would love to actually eventually when I find time to see if I can do something like that because that's uh, that's very interesting, mm-hmm. you know, being able to contribute to other people's projects. And I think um, also. You know, if you're going to have a project up on GitHub and you're going to have it public for people to see, that is going to be some, you know, big complex thing that does something super cool. You know, um, I just like to say you, you don't really need that. It doesn't have to be some big complex project. It could be even the beginnings uh, of something you're aspiring to make or just something simple. Um, even like a little calculator with a, you know, a little GUI in Python or something like that. Like I had a script up there, like a little mini project that ordered pizza from Domino's. You know, somebody had already written the majority of the code, but I went, you know, used the little library that they were making and, you know, ordered a pizza offline. And so just something small will definitely help you catch more um, recruiters and stuff like that, catch the eye of those people. Yep. Yeah, um, something that happened to me um, during the semester, um, there was a company that did a lot of like testing integrations uh, with CircleCI and I literally just did like a small uh, project on GitHub. It was just like a a calculator, but it was integrated with um, uh, testing, like literally what they they had on their resume. So continuous integration. Yeah, with continuous integration, and it, it like it brought their attention. It was like so basic of a software, but you know, just seeing stuff like that being practiced outside of well, the argument there, yeah, is that you had to take the time to learn about it and to set it up. Mm-hmm. And setting up those hooks isn't necessarily like a trivial task. Yeah, because exactly. And also, it's like also when it comes to like recruiters. If you think about it, if you're on the recruiter side, right? Um, they tell you, like your boss will tell you, like, hey, we're looking for X, Y, and Z on someone's resume, you know? And you need to try and find the best fit. If if no one's resume has X, Y, and Z, and maybe has only Y and Z, mm-hmm. you know, you're able to, like, scramble it up and be able to, like, get that person or get at least enough of that person to be able to educate them about the rest of it that they're missing but if you have knowledge just a little bit of knowledge in different things right then you're broadcasting that knowledge and being able to get that x y and z in you you know what i mean like so if you're a recruiter and you see like oh he made it even a calculator right like andreas just said that he created a calculator that was just doing this testing doesn't matter Andres knows about mm-hmm. this, you know, like, therefore, it's fine. Like, you will learn even more yep. later on. So, it's just, it, yeah, just GitHub projects are very cool, yeah. honestly. Yeah, because um, yeah, um, yeah. professors are, like, so limited on, like, what they could teach you. So, I think uh, going, like, far and beyond gives you that little upper yep. hand against other students. Yep. I, don't, I don't know if it's, like, limit at that point. It's, like, the fact that computer science is so yeah. huge. You know no what problem. I mean? Like, like... If you if you even go to school for maybe like fifty years, you know, straight school, and you'll still not be learning everything that has that computer science has to mm-hmm. offer, and it's just so many technologies, it's crazy. Yeah, and a whole range um, of industries and yep. touches everything. 
Exactly. Yep, exactly. All right, we're almost coming up to 20 minutes now. Um, we should shift the gear. I was going to say bit. we can talk Go a little bit talk. about how we met, Yep. when we met. Yep, it'll be cool to talk a little bit about ourselves, how we met. Um, yeah. I just want to kick us yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, Um. So I first met uh, Aaron <laughs> at our Computer Science 101 course. Yeah. Uh, which was like a introduction to computer science. Yeah, it's not um, even doesn't even count for like general units. No. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't even know that was a class until like later Dude, on. Dude, that was my oh, first yeah. day at college. <laughs> yeah, because like I was so unsure of computer science because one, I've the first time I've got my first computer was like senior high school, my graduation. That was when I got my first computer. Damn. So I was like fresh into all this computer science stuff <laughs> yeah so that that's why i was i was taking my one-on-one course and um i guess where i met ollie was in uh, our computer science 111 course which is mm-hmm. kind of like the next step after 101 yeah it's your introduction um, to the command line <laughs> <laughs> yeah little bash um damn a little off-topic story about that i remember um we had Todd Gibson, and he made us run a script on the first day. And he didn't really, never even told us what the script was. He was just like, yo, so the first thing you want to do is download the script that I wrote and go ahead and this will help set up computers. your environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this will help. Yeah, and we're like, we're like, all right, we're just yeah. fresh into this thing. We, we didn't, I didn't even like look at the code or anything. I didn't even know what it meant. Yeah, exactly. And I ran it, and he's like, oh, um, from now on, you have to use the, what is it, like H-A-K-L to move around your VIM. And I'm like, excuse me, what? What the fuck did you just say to me? And he basically kind of like shut off. I actually appreciated it a lot. He like shut off our arrow keys. If you don't know, and, if you're in Vim uh, and you don't have your arrow keys, like it is not intuitive to try and like move mm-hmm. around the text editor. Well, that's the thing though. Like that's why I appreciate him so much is because actually, like if you do get used to HJKL, it's a lot faster than mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, really fast. like by far fast, way faster than arrow keys. And it's just because of the fact that they're all in a row and it's literally middle of the keyboard where you're already mm-hmm. typing you know you just have to switch out of your um, editing writing yeah. code yeah edit code and you're just already there you don't have to it's just i guess a matter of a couple of like moving hands mm-hmm. and stuff like that and, well you remember tyson yeah, was, was always really cool uh, all about like uh keystrokes limiting keystrokes typing v instead yep, of yep, vim exactly <laughs> exactly yeah it's just the fact that like you the faster you are in coding, you know, productive the more you're gonna be. You can get done. Yeah, the more you can definitely get done, right? Like Yeah, and yeah. tooling goes so, into that. You know, if you're using a text editor with autocomplete, like you're gonna be outputting way more. Yeah. And you're kinda mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I <laughs> so so when I was when I was tutoring for <laughs> one eleven Todd's <laughs> class um, these kids would show up and they're like, oh my God, I can't, I can't, like, I just can't do this. It's like, it doesn't move. Um, for some of them, I hope Todd is yeah. <laughs> for some of them, I did actually went and reran the script or actually changed their uh, bash RC yeah, to bash RC. enable yeah. their, <laughs> their, um, arrow keys. 
And uh, for some of them, I went straight to saying, yo, why don't you just use uh, Visual Studio Code or Sublime, you know, as your editor? And it was funny, a couple of days ago, actually, one of my old 2Ts um, texted me and she was like, oh, my God, Sublime is so fun. Sublime is yeah. so much better. I'm like, yep. <laughs> but I don't know. I think I just have this thing, I guess, for Vim now just because of how it's much. It's a nostalgia factor and in stuff. College. <laughs> and I wasn't Definitely even going to use it. Like in my company right now. <laughs> yeah, like in, co- in our company right now, I use just uh, Visual yep. Studios. Um, but C Sharp.net. Yeah, I use um, PyCharm. So is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, I guess for .NET, especially Visual Studio works mm-hmm. the best. So yeah. So that's what we use. So yeah, it's we, interesting uh, how we went yep. from like Vim to like a text editor and then like complex stuff like SSHing into like, I don't know, another environment, mm-hmm. you know. Um you're gonna you're gonna get be surprised about how much you actually use that. Yeah. You kind of just build up from there, which is interesting. How much you use? Uh, tunneling, SSH. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I especially right now since I'm working from home, I do. I literally just like for security purposes. Um, since okay, so basically, if you want to use our computer from home, right, we have to be mm-hmm. whitelisted. Um, our IP address has to be whitelisted and my team basically was like or we can create our own virtual machines and host them Mm -hmm. on the company and we just basically get into our VMs on the company and those are already based on the company's like routers do you get onto their VPN? it works fine that's how you access it? yep so Mm -hmm. we just yep yep so you just do a so you do a VPN to get to your company's like um information and then you get you tunnel through like yeah. just the secure the vpn helps you get on their network and then from their network you can pivot exactly. to whatever yep. you want yep yep exactly so so and we created our own like vms and every time i want to work i just connect to my vm and it's like basically being yeah. a company so yeah pretty so, cool um, stuff. i guess um where we both what, I guess where we all met, it was uh, CSCI 311. What, what, no, it well, was 211. It was 211. 211 is our data structures class, and that's where I had initially met Ali. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. Andres, I think we had a class every single semester that I was at Chico. Yes. And yes. Ali, pretty <laughs> much the same after 211. But I think mm-hmm. I really got to know the mm-hmm. both of you guys during a. Uh, 311 which is our algorithms class yeah Mm -hmm. and there was i guess i think there was a semester where um aaron and i basically had the same schedule and there was another semester that andres and i had yeah yeah we had we had one semester that we literally had all classes together everything literally like not even like one yeah just one down we had the same (laughs) ge class just did everything yeah that kind of led us to making kind of Kind of got tired. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that led us to making like a bunch of study groups, like so many, like hitting the library yeah. all the time. I think I think it got to a point that we were known. Yeah, yeah. Like if you wanted groups, to study for like, the next test, like you would, you would text us. Yeah. Or you would like try and talk to us yeah, after yeah, class. Literally... Otherwise, you weren't in the study group. <laughs> oh my god! Some of those study groups, I it's it's very nostalgic. Like it shows up in my like memories uh, yeah. and stuff like that. 
where it's like we had study groups of like we would like rent a room and just tell the class who wants to fucking show up just like show up and people would like show up and to a point that people don't have even enough like seats anymore and people yeah. would like literally stand in the room well, that's, that's, <laughs> um, that's what you gotta do to make stuff and... happen <laughs> Yeah, and it was it was good. Like honestly, all those study groups is what what the reason we're yeah. here today. Honest, I think like like it was it was very cool to be able to like study so much with other people to a point that when we saw the test, like you would take seconds to answer it. Um, like for example, like oh my god, this was this was honestly <laughs> my proudest moment in college. I guess it was my senior year. I do remember <laughs> this. Um, literally the last test I had to ever take which was for my advanced security class the the like that was the last test before me graduating i had no more other classes nothing else to do this was my last thing to do and andres and i studied so much that when i got to the test room and saw the paper i shit you not like it like no joke i finished that under a minute i want to say maybe like 45 yeah, it, it, it was it was funny <laughs> and yeah it, oh i was yeah. gonna i was gonna say it was funny because side check was like are you sure you like finished this <laughs> yeah he literally thought i was just like lying like he thought he thought i was like just bullshitting it so i can't leave since yeah. he knew it was also my last and, and it was funny because it was also my birthday <laughs> that's another funny story it was my, my birthday and Zaychik heard someone said someone said yo it's Ali's birthday I think Zaychik should like give him an A and um Zaychik at first laughed and stuff and then Zaychik walked up to me behind me and he goes um I heard it's your birthday and I was like yeah and I was just like still trying to like type hello yeah. fast so I could finish it just under a minute <laughs> just like <laughs> cocky as hell yeah and he comes behind my back and he's like I guess I can give you one of the answers for free since it's your birthday. And I was like, nah, Zaychik, I got this. And then as soon as he went back, he literally was about to sit. I was like, I'm done. And he literally goes, did you, did you, are you sure? Like you finished it? And I was like, yeah, I finished it. And the score came and I was at hundred. I think there was an extra credit too. It was like hundred, 203%. And it was just, it was just like really cool that. Yeah, dude, it was, it was, Yeah. And it's cool. It was, like, literally my last thing I ever did. I don't think I'll ever forget Yeah, that. going back to, like, study sessions, like, that's, that benefits us so much. I think 311 was, like, our peak of studying, but, like, it was... No, nah, like, I feel like junior year was our peak of studying. Was it? Because we, we had, like, compilers and... Oh, you're like right. All, and then when we had uh, parallel programming and uh, theory of computing and stuff like that, that was... Those are some real hard-knock times. But but we did lose a lot of people. Like by then, I don't know. Some yeah. people dropped, or some people, you know, changed their majors. We definitely but... made a lot of good friends. Oh my god, a lot of yeah, good friends. That. You got to see who was really like yeah, committed, and then also like a little bit more social than the rest. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really cool part about computer science, especially at Chico State. It's that. Um... In the beginning, we saw so many people in our classes, and especially with like one eleven through three eleven, um, you would think that the computer science mm -hmm. is so huge, you know, like yeah. the computer science department is huge. But by the time you get to three eleven, you realize that a lot of those people had to take those classes because of, for example, um, computer. I was gonna say mechanic, mechanical. Mechanical had to take the, the intro. Yeah. 
One of them. Yeah, one eleven. And then there was like other majors like mechatronics or electronic engineering or so all these other majors had to like basically take the first couple. So by the time that we were in like our five hundred level classes, um I think we made a lot of friends and we made a lot of faces just because we knew those kids there are for sure like either computer science mm-hmm. or some of well, them were since me. Our graduating class was um, what? For the computer science only? Was it was it, it was like, huge. It was huge. How much was it, though? Um, I want to say it was maybe yeah, I was like gonna say it was like around a hundred to hundred, and that's kind of crazy. Think about yep. how many yep. people, you know. Yep. Well, I mean, I mean, to regarding our listeners, we did go to Chico State, so like, obviously, like. Um, I've heard Berkeley, you know, their their graduating class for computer science is in the thousands, you know. Um, but a hundred from Chico mm-hmm. State is actually a pretty big deal. It's a it's a pretty big percentile compared to our like other majors. So it seems like we're hitting about the thirty minutes mark now. So Yeah, yeah. Uh I think that's definitely a good place to stop for now. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, thank you for listening to our first episode of tech plus plus podcast the pilot episode it's really nice to get a chance to talk about you know who we are what we do how we met uh kind of just an intro to ourselves um we would love to hear from listeners uh you know stuff you're interested in um hearing maybe having us talk about especially those related to tech and new uh software related technologies um, so any comments, questions, anything like that, please direct it to tech plus plus podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we will have social media coming out soon, but for now that's our best point, place of contact. So, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Talk to you guys later. All right. Bye guys. All right. Bye-bye.